listening to The Terrific Teacherpreneur, a podcast for teachers looking to grow a successful online business. Your host, Alex, was able to transform her Teachers Pay Teachers store from a small side hustle into a profitable full-time business. She now helps other teachers do the same. Listen along for actionable tips and helpful wisdom about business and marketing as a teacherpreneur. Here's your host, Alex. Hello and welcome to the Terrific Teacherpreneur podcast. I'm your host, Alex, and this week we're going to be talking about growing bundles. So last week's episode was about bundles in general. I definitely recommend listening to the episode if you haven't already, because I talk about why they're so amazing and types of bundles and things like that. But I thought I would do just a quick little episode this week as a sort of top up on the topic of bundles about the idea of growing bundles. And I'm going to talk about what they are examples of them and my experiences with them and some tips for if you do decide to do them. So let's start talking about growing bundles. Now before we dive in, I do just want to talk about something different for a second very, very quickly. This has nothing to do with bundles, it's more to do with me, but I had a realization the other day in talking to a few people they didn't know about things I had because I don't talk about them very often. So I try not to be one of those people that runs a podcast that constantly is really salesy and it's like, hey, come join my course. I I don't enjoy listening to podcasts where people don't provide value, you know, where they talk for like 10 minutes and they haven't actually said anything until the end. I like to just dive straight in and give value. But in doing so, I don't talk about any of my offerings very often. And so people just don't know about them. And I've had people say, oh, I didn't know that you had that. I didn't know you had that. So very briefly wanted to just mention for the record, I do have courses and coaching and services for sellers. If you are looking for a TPT course or a Pinterest course or some one-on-one kind of audit style coaching, I do offer those services. I will put a link in my show notes. I don't want to talk about those things every week on my podcast that is not my goal. My goal is to help you guys and provide free value. But I feel like I don't ever mention it and I need to work on that a little bit. So I'm putting that out there to the world so that it's actually here and I've said it. But now I want to go back to the fun bit and talk about growing bundles. So let's do that. And let's, you know what? This is fun because it's nice for you to see the behind the scenes of my business a little bit and that I am just like you. I'm only human. I was originally a teacher, went to study teaching, sat there singing songs with children all day. I never went to business school or got a marketing degree or was like some kind of salesperson. So just like you, I struggle with this stuff. I struggle with marketing myself and being salesy and all that. And it's something I'm working on in my own store and TPT in this side of the business. Like I'm just like you. So I hopefully feel like you can relate to that because this is not what we intended our lives to be like. I never planned to run a business. So I'm learning as I go and I'm sure you are too. But anyway, let's come on. Let's go diving back into the episode. All right. What is a growing bundle for those of you who've never heard of it? If you know what a growing bundle is, feel free to skip the next like 30 seconds. But a growing bundle is essentially where you upload a bundle onto TPT, but it is not yet complete. An example would be you've got like ultimately you're going to have a curriculum bundle and you haven't yet finished all of the units within it, but you've technically made the listing and people can purchase it even though it's not done yet. So I now want to talk about what exactly a growing bundle looks like and why you might feel like making one. And then, like I said earlier, I'm going to talk about my experiences with it and tips for it. So 
why would you feel like making a growing bundle? That might be something you're asking yourself. Okay, so it's this bundle that's not finished, but why would I do that? Why would I upload some half-finished work into the world? As a perfectionist, I totally get that. But the beauty of a growing bundle is that it can make you money. (laughs) Quite simply, if, for example, I'm working on a year-long curriculum and I've only made unit one, now, if I don't make my bundle until the I finished all 10 units, that could be a year from now. It could be six months, could be two years, could be a long, long time. And in that time, I've made zero money from the bundle because it, you know, it doesn't exist because I'm trying to finish all the units. And all I'm doing is selling the individual units for months or years. Whereas if I start off making the bundle, even though it's not finished yet, some people will buy it. And over the months and years until I finish the curriculum, I'm actually making money as I go. So it can be something that has nothing in it. It can have one product in it or it can have a few products in it. But either way, what defines it is that it's not yet finished. So if you want to know, like, what does a growing bundle look like? Some people do actually put up literally an empty folder. If you're a seller and you love clip art like I do, you may follow those clip artists and they do these kind of surprise sets and these like growing clip art bundles and these flash deals. When you first download it, it's an empty folder. But that's okay because they've told you that they're going to release some clip art in the next few weeks or months and it's going to grow. So that is an option that you can upload a listing with nothing on it, with just the promise that stuff is coming. That is option number one. I've never done that. I don't really, it feels weird to me to upload nothing. And my view on that is that I might get some really confused buyers that are like upset that there's literally nothing in it or I don't know. It doesn't really appeal to me. But I have done ones where I put like one product in the bundle and then I obviously work on the rest. So the logistics behind this is that you do need to be thinking about how it's going to work. Like if you've already made two products in your big curriculum, you could make the bundle and it would be an official bundle and you put the two products linked to it and then you're just going to add to it. If you haven't yet made any of the products or you've only made one of the products, obviously like you technically can't make a bundle because the products don't exist. So what you would be really doing is actually just making a listing and calling it a bundle. And then later on, when you do make those products, TPT does have a feature. It will allow you to turn that normal listing into an official bundle. Like It will actually almost prompt you to do it. If you've got the word bundle in your title, it will say, hey, do you want to turn this into a bundle? That's in your my product listing section. So that is what you can do. But we have talked about what a growing bundle is and a little bit of what that might look like. Like I said, it can be empty. It can have one product. It might actually have quite a large number of products. You might have already made 10 products in your store and you throw them together into this growing bundle, but you just know that eventually it's going to have 15 products. So it could actually have quite a lot already in it, but it's just maybe it's 90% done. Like there's so many options here when it comes to growing bundles. When it comes to growing bundles, you can have a plan or you can not have a plan. So you could have a really exacting plan. I know that I'm going to make exactly four products that are going to end up in this bundle. I know exactly what the product's going to look like, what they're going to feature. Like you can be really organized and know exactly what you're doing. Or you can actually have a very laid back approach of this is a growing bundle. I don't know exactly what I'm going to add or when. I just know it's going to get bigger. So you can go either way and that's totally okay. The exacting thing would be you planning out, like I said, a curriculum or something like that. You might know exactly what's included. The open-ended one is more, you're like, hey, this is going to be a growing bundle of all of the crafts in my store. I mean, I'm going to add crafts in the next few months. I don't know exactly which ones. I just know I will. So it can be really open-ended. Not knowing how many you add 
Like that shouldn't hold you back. This can be really planned or really relaxed, whatever it's up to you. I want to really now briefly talk about my experience with growing bundles, my views on it and what I've done. I have made, I think off the top of my head, at least three or four growing bundles, maybe more. I don't know. Off the top of my head, I can just think of a few. And I've sort of had good and bad experiences with it. I've done two growing bundles where they were monthly. So I made like the January of something and I thought, I really want to make one product for every month. I'm going to make a February, a March, blah, blah, blah. So I made the growing bundle with just the January or the January and February in it. And I said, hey, I'm going to make ones for the rest of the year. But guess what year this was? It was 2020. And 2020 was the crazy year where COVID happened and distance learning happened. So what, we, what happened? I got to like April or something. And I was like, well, now I'm committed to doing this for the rest of the year. But I don't want to because I now need to completely pivot my business and make digital products. So, oh my goodness, that was eye-opening. I'm not saying that's going to happen to you. That was very much like a one in a million fluke. But it's an example of how growing bundles can be a little bit risky. You are kind of committing to making something that you don't know if you actually are going to want to make. The other experience I had was making these products I didn't enjoy making. And I must have gotten after a few of them, I started thinking, I don't enjoy this, but I've got to make like another five of them. Oh my goodness, I want to tear my hair out. That was another experience I had. And then the third experience, probably the worst, was where I did one and they weren't selling very well. I'd made the first one and that had done okay. And so I thought, yep, I'm going to make ones for the whole year. And I got a few months in and realized that the individual products themselves were just not bestseller material. They weren't doing that well. But I was now committed to finishing this bundle and sitting there every month making a product I knew wasn't going to sell very well. Oh my goodness, that killed my TPT mojo. That was really, uh, that was no fun. So that is three bad experiences I've had. You want to be making a growing bundle that you can commit to if things go crazy in the world. What if those products don't sell? What if you get bored making them? Those are some factors to consider. But I do have a way around it. So those situations can happen, but there's a way to sort of avoid it. And it's by not making promises. Growing bundles are often based on a promise. You say, I am going to add X number of products by X date, or I'm going to add this product in this month or whatever. And when you make that commitment to a buyer, once someone has bought that growing bundle from you, you are really kind of quite locked in. It is, like I said, it can be quite scary because you're stuck that you've got to fulfill that promise, really. The way to avoid the situations that I had would be not to make those promises, to not write in your description that you are going to make this number of products on this day and all that. Because if you don't say it, then you can't go back on it. You can't upset anyone. So this kind of ties in well. I'm talking about my experience of growing bundles, but I'm segueing a little bit into my next point, which is the tips for creating them. And my tip is do not make promises that you cannot keep. You know, like growing bundles, you can choose whether you want to go with the planned approach or the relaxed approach. Well, those two approaches tie into what I'm about to say, which is that when you're making a growing bundle, you're either going to go with the planned approach or the relaxed approach when it comes to release dates. You're either going to be super planned and you're going to say, I will release unit two in February. Or, I will release unit two on February 7th. You are going to be like promising a certain day or a certain time period to people. The relaxed approach would be like, hey, I'm going to be uploading unit two soon. Or I'm going to upload unit two eventually, but you're not promising any dates. Now that relaxed approach gives you a lot more leeway. The 
exacting sort of planned approach too could also just be not about dates, but about product types. Like you might say, I am going to release unit two. Whereas a relaxed approach, you might just say, oh, I'm going to, I might hopefully release a unit soon. With the exact one, you've sort of said exactly what you're going to release. And so you can't change your mind on that. That's a risky thing as well, is if what if you decide to change your mind and you don't want to make that type of product anymore, you want to kind of tweak the bundle. Once you've told people exactly what they're going to get, that's harder. I think that's a lot of the reason why those clip art growing bundles sometimes have surprise sets. They can sort of decide what clip art they want to make when they want to make it. It's not set in stone. They've not promised you a certain type of clip art. I guess you, as you're listening to this, you're probably thinking, oh, the, Alex had some horror stories. I probably shouldn't you know, share these set dates and set products and make promises I can't keep. But I don't want to dissuade you from doing that. I don't want to say just because I had a few bad experiences that you should never set dates on your growing bundle. You just want to keep that in the back of your mind. And I actually think it really just ties in well with your personality. If you are someone that thrives on a deadline, then I think you should set dates. You know, if you're someone that if you tell your buyers that a unit is going to be released on February 1st, that will probably make you get that unit done because you'll be like, oh my goodness, it needs to be coming out next week. I need to get it finished. I better do it now. If that's going to push you to finish something, then by all means set that deadline because it might get you to finish it. If you don't set a deadline, and this has happened to me, it doesn't quite get done. I've had another experience with growing bundles. This isn't like a horror story experience. This is just me learning from my past experience. I was like, I'm not going to do set dates because that didn't work for me and made me anxious. How about I just say I'm going to release a product sometime? And then guess what happened? That product took months to complete. I had no motivation to finish it because there was no set date. So I know this is like confusing. You're probably listening to this episode thinking, you're telling me so many different things. What do I do? You really need to make this decision based on your work style and your personality. Like I said, if you thrive on deadlines, maybe it might be good to set dates. I guess my suggestion is maybe you could do a bit of both. If you thrive on deadlines, maybe you should pick a deadline and you say that the unit will get done by February 1st. You write it in your calendar. Maybe you tell your mastermind and your or your husband or your TPT friends or whatever. You kind of make that commitment and it will help you get the unit finished but maybe you don't tell your buyers because then you really are stuck with that commitment. The examples I shared were about like COVID and things not selling and me kind of not enjoying the products. The other thing that can happen that hasn't happened to me, but is something to consider with a growing bundle is life could get in the way. Like what if something really tragic or, you know, insane happened in your own personal life? What if things got crazy busy at work and you were still a full-time teacher? You know, your children were sick that week or I don't know, like anything could happen. I think COVID was kind of an example of that. And I just don't think you can say in all honesty that you will definitely release something on a certain date because life can get in the way and there's no guarantee of that. If you're actually someone that has anxiety, gets quite anxious, and the whole thing is going to make you want to break down in tears, then maybe don't set yourself something like this, like a growing bundle with dates, because that could really stress you out. Now I have shared my experience of growing bundles and my tips when it comes to the bad side. But I want to talk about the positive too. I don't want you to feel like you listen to this episode and you're like, I've put the fear into you. (laughs) I'm never going to make a growing bundle. Alex did it and it was horrific. I also want to share the positive too, because like I said at the beginning of the episode, it can be really profitable. So although I've had some experiences that weren't great, 
I've had some experiences that were. I've had experiences where I've made growing bundles and I've profited from them as I was making products and it's made me lots of money and it's a really positive thing. And I did it really just quite recently uh, with a curriculum I'm working on. So it can work. There's not much more for me to share other than it made me money. That's a positive thing. So don't like let me put you off making a growing bundle. Like I mentioned earlier in the episode, there are so many options when it comes to growing bundles. You don't have to be releasing, you know, units in a curriculum on certain dates. You could be just doing this growing sort of bundle of crafts in your store or something that you know that you like adding crafts to your store. It's your niche. So, you know, more are going to be added. So that bundle is eventually going to grow. It can be this really relaxed thing too. So there is definitely that option there. The types of growing bundles I've done, just as a quick sort of summary, I have done monthly ones, like I mentioned, where I released some products that were for every month of the year. I have done the whole curriculum unit thing that I've already mentioned in the episode, you know, releasing units that ultimately go into a curriculum. And I've done that sort of relaxed kind of, hey, here are all the crafts in my store. This bundle kind of continuously gets bigger type bundle as well. Really are so many options. So I want to summarize a few of the points from the episode really quick and then give you a little action item for growing bundles before we wrap up. So what is a growing bundle? Essentially a bundle on TPT that is not yet complete. What does it look like? It could technically be empty, have one product, 10, as many as you want. It's just basically not yet finished. And it can be a listing that you eventually turn into a bundle or it can be an actual official bundle. Why would you make one? It can make you money in the interim while you are finishing making products. My experience with growing bundles, yes, I had some bad experiences where products weren't best selling. I got bored making them, COVID happened, things like that. But I also had really good experiences where I made money while I was getting things finished and I really enjoyed the whole experience, so it wasn't so bad. And my tips for creating them is that you want to look at your work style and personality type. If you thrive on deadlines, maybe you will promise actual deadlines if that makes you anxious or you know you can't keep to it. Maybe in your TPT description, you'll literally write something along the lines of, hey, this is a growing bundle. I do intend on adding to it. You could pretty much put a sentence that's so open-ended. This is growing. I will hopefully add to it. It could be as specific as you want. It could be, this is growing and I will add this type of product to it or this exact product to it. Or this is a growing bundle. I will add this exact product on this exact day. Those three options, I mean, it's completely up to you. But at the end of the day, it is something that a lot of sellers have done. It is a pretty cool and interesting way to make more money. And I just thought I fancied chatting about it this week on the podcast. So I hope that you've enjoyed this episode. My action item for you is to consider making a growing bundle. Maybe that's something you will try if you've never tried. And if you currently have one in your store that you haven't yet finished and it's sitting there unfinished, I'm trying to motivate you here. I'm going to nag you. I think you should get that growing bundle finished. That's your action item. Whatever you do with growing bundles, my final little tip is definitely have your buyers in mind. Be really considerate to the people that are handing their precious hard-earned money to you You do not want to be that person who says that they're going to make a growing bundle and never actually adds to it. You don't want to be that seller that creates a growing bundle and promises a certain product but never adds it or shares a certain deadline and then never meets it. You don't want to be that person. That's not fair on your buyer. So do the right thing by your customers. I'm going to wrap up now. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you haven't already, definitely leave a review for this podcast. That would mean a lot. It really lights me up. It makes my day to know that you're enjoying these episodes and really benefiting from it. So feel free to do that. I'm sure you'll do a wonderful job with these growing bundles. 
I hope you have a terrific day. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Terrific Teacherpreneur. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and review on your preferred podcast listening platform. We really appreciate that effort. Come back for more actionable tips and helpful wisdom in the next episode with your host, Alex. Until then.